Okay, okay, okay. I am gonna say it. I am in the majority. Eh, well, it's a very slim majority, and that's just in the United States. The rest of the world, most of it, well, they think we're nuts. We're kind of crazy. Uh, maybe crazy, but at least we're hydrated. I put ice in my drinks, in my water, in my tea, sometimes in my coffee, in my whiskey, and in my beer. In your beer? Wow, you are weird. Well, maybe you are too, for listening to a podcast about putting ice in your drinks from this podcast that we call Street Curb Curiosity. Oh, uh, we're going to talk about people who put ice in their drinks. We are the brave ones. We're, we're the scorned. But, 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 it's that a fourth one, but... In the United States of America, it is just so close. You could be on, well, on either side of this ice cube tray. Half of us like ice in our drinks, and the other half, nah, nothing's going in my drink, and you think I'm the ice hole. Well, this is a bit of a spillover. You see what I did there, a spillover? This is a bit of a spillover from the last podcast, which was a trip to Boston. I went to Boston, and I went to a bar in Boston, and I ordered a cider, Magners if you need to know, and I asked for a glass of ice because I always put ice in my beverage, even beer, even cider. Oh, I thought I'd get the usual shit, you know, like, oh, how weird, or my, how strange. I've never seen anything like that before. Well, how did the bartender react? Well, before I continue with this tragic tale, I looked up this psychological thriller, and I felt better. A majority of us use ice in our drinks. Well, at least in the United States. Now, my friends across the pond, those zany Europeans, ice? <laughs> no, monsieur. No, 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 no. We don't do that here. Sorry, I got distracted with my distraction. Anyway, the Boston bartender looked at me and, well, she said she did too. Wow, but only insider. So we shared that secret handshake of ice users. But let's move on, shall we? I think I was on top of the world, and I'm, you know, looking up all this cool shit and how we love ice and feeling really good about myself. Well, at least half of us use ice anyway. And then, then, then I saw it. My spirit sank. An actual article entitled, Why People Don't Put Ice in Their Beer. What, the fire truck? Well, you see, the author goes on to say, well, you know, beer is, well, it's really water. And people don't put frozen water in their water, known as beer, because, well, it's really water. Why would you do that? It would ruin the experience. <sighs> well, screw that. H how about your soda, your green tea, which looks like, well, you know, and it rhymes with tea, damned intellectual, my beer, it's not going to be refreshing? <sighs> okay, woosah, woosah. I'm over it. I, I'm feeling better again. But like I said, us Americans, yes, us Americans, we love our ice. Well, about half of us do. 51% to be accurate. And if 51% is good enough for the Senate, it's good enough for me. And you know, if you're one of them, I really mean one of us, if you're one of them, let this fact freeze your noodle. You're going to use about 36 pounds of ice a month. 36 pounds of ice in a month? Man, that is a lot of bourbon. I mean ice. You know, and speaking of ice with bourbon, blah, 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 blah. You know those perfect round ice balls or blocks you put in your whiskey? Nice and clear? Yours are not nice and clear? No, they're, they're cloudy and white? Ugh, you peasant. Well, you're, you're doing it wrong. You're freezing your water too quickly, and it's, and it's filled with air bubbles. And maybe, just maybe, your water is uh, a bit... Uh, 
unsavory. Maybe it's unfiltered. Oh my God, unfiltered? Yes, filter your water. Oh, okay, whiskey boy, what do I do? Well, first you boil your water, then you freeze it in an airtight container, and then, then you have clear ice for your bourbon. But us Americans, that slim majority that just love ice in our drinks, well, it's not really uh, in step with the rest of the, shall we say, global majority. Seems the rest of the world thinks we're insanus which is uh, saying in Latin that you're freaking crazy. Oh, you know those people who talk funny in the EU? Well, they use the same excuse as the 49% of the, of the heathen USA that doesn't use ice. Ice is, well, it's just watering down my drink. Ugh, well, okay, so then why the hell don't you use ice in your glass of water? Huh? Huh? You don't like to water down your water? You think that's strange? Well, there are zany people out there who actually, well, they prefer hot drinks, even when it's hot. For example, Turkey, where in Turkish, um, I think they're delay. Delay means crazy. They drink hot tea. They drink hot tea all the time, in the middle of the freaking day, in the middle of the freaking desert. And actually, there is no desert in Turkey, because I looked it up. No ice? Okay, fine, fine. But hot tea? Ah, well, they say there is wisdom for these crazy people. You see, they drink a hot drink because it makes you sweat. And when you sweat, the sweat evaporates. And when it evaporates, it cools you down. So you're cool from drinking a hot drink. You understand that, right? Right? Yeah, right. Well, in Italy, they're pazzo, which also means crazy. No ice and drinks, you, you American devil. Why no ice and drinks in Italy? Well, they just don't like their drinks cold. It could even hurt your teeth. And don't even start with me with that Italian ice crap. That is an American thing. Yes, I know. It's based on granita, which is an Italian shaved ice dessert. So fine, you can go ahead and eat it, but you're not going to drink it. Uh, Pazzo. Well, you heard that the Brits, well, they like warm beer. Well, it's not really true. Truth be told, it's not really warm, but it's cellar temperature. It's really just a few degrees cooler and not really cold. It's, well, it's like it was in the cellar. Not like you barmy yanks. Barmy, barmy. That means crazy in English. I mean in British. In China, nobody drinks bashui. Bashui, which is basically plain water or translated white water. You see the Chinese? Well, they love their tea. Hot tea or even just room temperature tea. And heads up if you're planning a trip to China anytime soon. You walk into a restaurant, you sit down for your meal, and you ask the waiter for some water. Oh, they're going to serve you a cup of hot water. You see, because the Chinese think that well, cold shocks the body. It's bad, really bad for your digestion. And it brings bad health. And uh, you can argue all you want. They're not going to change their minds anytime soon. Seems they've been drinking their water and their tea this way for about 3,000 freaking years. But science does help. And it makes a little sense. You see, boiling water... Well, it purifies it. It kills all those little germies in there. So, you know, if you're drinking it warm after boiling, my God, you are being healthy. Yes, you are. And in Russia, uh, I mean Russia, cold drinks are the choice, especially vodka. It's going to be fine if it's cold, but no ice. Sumasheshi, which means crazy in Russian, number one reason for no ice, ice not clean. And maybe another way to look at it, I, 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 and I get this mentality. Listen, after 11 and a half months of winter in Siberia, you're asking me if I want more ice in my drink? Sumasheshi. Another reason, with a global perspective, of course, probably the biggest no ice for me reason in the entire world, and I think this one makes sense, making ice, you see, is it's expensive. It's a rather expensive proposition. So... 
You know, to hell with the ice machine. Why don't you just drink the water plain and, you know, and at room temperature, okay? Well, where did all this craziness about ice start anyway? Well, I'm glad you asked, but you may be in denial because it was those fun-loving ancient Egyptians. Yes, somebody brought some ice down from the mountains. And the next thing you know, Pharaoh, that crazy boy, just loved himself some cool wine. Humanity went straight to hell from there. Hundreds of years, ice was a status symbol. Hey, I've got ice. An example? Well, you were the shit in ancient Rome. But no, you don't put the ice in your drink. You put it around your drink to cool it off. Sort of a Roman ice wine cooler, if you will. And you got to show off for the peasants. But you weren't a crazy American then. Even back then, how you, you were a hater of ice in your drink. You just wanted to cool down your drink even thousands of years ago. Now, in the 1800s, things began to look up. Things kind of changed in the U.S. of A., we started using ice boxes, ice houses with, with huge blocks of ice, huge blocks of ice taken from frozen lakes and rivers. I mean, do you have any idea what you did if your ice house fell apart? Igloo it back together. Igloo, ice house. Uh, then we advanced, and I wish the humor would advance as well, but then we advanced, and in the 1940s, Damn it, we got refrigerators. Yes, we did. We got refrigerators. And let me tell you, you kids today, you kids today, you are just so spoiled. I mean, you get your ice out of the front of the refrigerator. Oh, Mom, Mom, do, do, do you want crushed ice or cubes tonight for your wine? <laughs> kids today. Oh, and speaking of that, of course, to be socially correct, you need to use the right kind of ice for the right drink. Let that sink in. In today's world, you got to use the right kind of ice. Oh my God, even ice needs a manual these days? Well, you could ask a friend to freeze you some of the right kind of ice cubes. I mean, they would be doing you a, a solid. Think about that one. Ice cubes, they do come in all shapes and sizes, especially in today's modern world. We have cubes. We have crescents. We have shaved or crushed or nuggets. Now, nuggets are what you usually get at like a fast food place. And by God, they are the best for transporting foods around. Now, crescents are really good. See, they don't really stick together. So you, your drink is kind of easier to drink with crescent ice cubes. Now, cubes, fancy ice for fancy restaurants. It's really just a glam thing. Now, when speaking of glam, the sphere, otherwise known as ice balls, ice balls they are the Mac Daddy, the apex ice of status today. I mean, they look cool. Cool. Ice. It's funny, right? Ice. Cool. Well, anyway, they better be crystal clear. And if you wondered this whole craziness over the perfect cocktail ice these days, well, it's only really been a thing for about 20 years. So I'm guessing, I, this is just a guess on my part, I couldn't find it in the research, it's you damn millennials going all crazy over cocktail ice. Oh, but back to those ice balls, the crystal ice balls that better be clear. Well, rumor has it that they started in Japan. And of course they were hand-carved. Of course. Karaji. Karaji? Karaji. I'm not sure of the exact pronunciation, but in Japanese, it means you're just freaking crazy. Now, how about those round ice cubes that had a hole in them? You know, the kind that you would find in those, those funky ice machines at a motel when you're on vacation with your parents? Yes, those. The ones that they used to fill the bathtub when they took one of your kidneys? Oh, look, that's just an old rumor. But the, the, the ice cubes were not an old rumor. I mean, they had holes in them, and they were really kind of cool. And you thought you were cool as a kid because, you know, you put a straw through the hole to cool down your can of tab. Tab? Look, 
Boomer, remember? Okay. Well, and there's also the whole ice cube for, you know, the sophisticated drinker, for the whiskey and other drinks. Slow melting for a more measured watering down of what the hell ever it is you had in your glass. And then there is the shaved or crushed ice. Good for food displays. And science is going to teach us something here. Science says that that shaved ice, the reason they use it for food is because it keeps the food hydrated. And even better, you can eat it and you won't damage your teeth because you're not crunching down on anything. And when you get that shaved ice for fun, well, you know, my God, it's great. It's Hawaiian ice or maybe in your mint julep or your frozen daiquiri or maybe the thing you love the most, the snow cone. Now, now the data people are going to tell you chances are you're getting cherry or blue raspberry or strawberry because it seems those are the top three favorite flavors in the U.S. of A., or, of course, of course, we've got to do something weird, the new craze these days, a snow cone with no flavoring. It's just freaking shaved ice. Here's your cup of shaved ice, lady. Have at it. God, it, it's got to be a Gen Z thing, or maybe you freaking millennials again. Oh, and speaking of shaved ice, what celebrity is always ready for shaved ice? Reese Witherspoon, of course. Reese with her spoon. Oh, now, now, make note, that joke works for ice cream, shaved ice, cereal, and pudding, as far as I can tell. Now, now, let's go all the way back. Let's go full circle back to me putting ice in my beer. I use the nuggets. Sure, sure, I use nuggets in my beer, and I'm the weird one, and you're the one walking around with a snow cone with no flavor. Well, let me tell you, I am not considered weird one place on this planet it's in Southeast Asia, especially Vietnam. Do you know that three out of four beer drinkers there, and beer is their favorite drink, three out of four beer drinkers in Vietnam put ice in their beer? Now, the people there are going to tell you, well, it's good because it cools down your drink, and it, ev it even makes the beer taste better. Taste better? Well, yeah, it's less bitter because, well... Well, you think about it. You try a Tiger beer or a Hanoi beer and tell me if you don't think the word bitter. Oh, but hold on there, Baba Boy. It gets even better with that glass of ice and beer. Not only does it taste really good and it makes your beer really cold, it's also medicinal. Yes, it feels good on your eyes. Like you're sitting at the bar and you're enjoying your beer and talking to people and you know you're having a long, hard day. So you hold that glass of ice and beer up to your eyes. It gets rid of swollen eyelids and the bags and all that puffiness. So it is good for you as well as kind of tasty. See? Oh, and you know people who put ice cubes on their eyes? Why do they do, th why do, they do this? Why do they do this? Well, they want to look cool. Look cool, ice cube eyes. Do not throw an ice cube at me. You could knock me out cold. Now, here's one thing that I have never seen, but I have heard of before, and I've read about it. Do you know that there are people that put ice cubes in their milk? In their milk. You want your milk cold, right? Well, it can't be too weird because I see people every day drinking freaking iced coffee or frappuccinos or lattes with all that creamer in it. And that creamer is milk, isn't it? Isn't it? Oh, don't get too weirded out about your friends who love all of this stuff. You know, it's think of it this way. It's just like dropping an ice cube on the floor and then kicking it under the refrigerator. Soon, it's all just like, you know, water under the fridge. Oh, you know this podcast stuff, it really makes you dehydrated, doesn't it? I suggest you go grab a couple of cubes and grab your favorite beverage and share it with somebody. And even share this podcast with somebody as well, because God knows you may need a drink after this episode. And yes, share it with a friend. Oh, but why share it with a friend? Well, you don't want to become 
isolated, do you? <laughs> oh, oh, don't leave me alone with these bad jokes. Grab that ice beverage and come back for the next episode of Street Curb Curiosity. <laughs> <laughs>